0: Welcome to Mindful Actions. I'm Beth Backus, and I'll be your host as we travel to the center of your universe. Today is a beautiful day, and it is the absolute perfect day to record this podcast episode. I slept horribly. I probably got about three hours of sleep. So, I'm feeling pretty run down and groggy, meaning my voice is even lower than it normally is, which feeds in perfectly to this week's topic. Seriously, I couldn't have planned it any better. It couldn't have lined up better. Thank you, universe. But first, I want to take a quick moment to point out what I did right there. I slept horrible. I feel awful today, but I still managed to turn the narrative around. I took a crappy situation... And found the positive in it. That is most definitely not something that old me would have been able to do. Old me would have woken up, been really crabby about it for at least half a day. I probably would have snapped at a handful of people. And so that is proof of my progress. That's proof of progress of how meditation and mindfulness really, really works. As my daughter would say, yay me. (laughs) So back to the topic. We all have things that we don't like about ourselves, things we're critical about and things we wish were maybe different. Sometimes it doesn't even have to do with comparison syndrome. We don't even think about other people in this aspect. It's just something that we don't like about ourselves. So let's chat today about how we can use those things that we consider a weakness and look at it from another perspective to work on making it something that we like about ourselves. Or, at the least, something we can accept more and tolerate more about ourselves. One time when I was in middle school, I called a boy and his mom answered the phone. Because, you know, that was before cell phones and we actually had to call somebody's house and risk figuring out who was going to answer the phone. But when I called, his mom thought I said I was Seth and not Beth. And I, as a middle schooler, was completely mortified. I could not believe she thought I was a boy. Now, in retrospect, as an adult, <laughs> I'm now realizing it was probably more a hit on middle school boys and puberty rather than it being the fault of my voice. But obviously, my middle school brain couldn't comprehend that at the time. So from that moment in my on in my teenage years, I vowed to work harder to train my voice to be higher. For those of you who don't know, I was a singer. I wanted to be a soprano. I wanted to practice my vocal range to be able to sing the high parts in high school. I was determined to be a soprano one. And then I went to college where I studied voice and opera and then later became a choir director. So when I auditioned into college and I started, I was placed as a mezzo-soprano, which is still pretty high, but it's not as high as I sang in high school. And then as I continued on in my career, by the time I ended college, I was a solid alto. Now, let me stop right here and give a shout out to all the altos out there. You are amazing. You are my people. I loved being an alto so much. The vocal parts, the harmonies, the sisterhood. Ugh, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> but not only that. In being an alto, I was able to step into my true self. I was able to be confidently me rather than trying to be someone else that I wasn't. I was able to use my voice in the way it was meant to be. And then came along meditation, my soul's purpose, the thing that I get to do every day to make my life better and to make the world a kinder, more understanding place. I now feel beyond lucky that I have a lower, soothing voice that allows me to confidently share the art of meditation. One of the things I was most worried about in starting the podcast was, you know, would my voice resonate with people? Would the things that I'm saying, would the way I sound resonate with people? And I've gotten so many comments and I'm so thankful for everyone who has said that, I have a nice, soothing voice and that my podcast really helps them relax and de-stress a little bit in their week. And that just means so much to me. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being a part of this thing that is my soul and my true purpose. I'm pretty sure... That if I was still using my high, unnatural voice, this podcast would be very different and also may not even exist. If I was still trying to be someone that I wasn't meant to be, I would be missing out on this whole amazing part of my life that has shaped me into who I am today. And pair my voice with my introvert tendencies? Hmm. Me and meditation is a match made in heaven. It just took me a very long time, longer than I would have liked to figure it out. So let's talk about you now. What is something that you're putting out there that maybe doesn't feel natural to you? Maybe something you feel like you've adapted into your life just so you can fit in a certain way. Or on the flip side, what is something you have criticized yourself about? But in reality, it's provided you a lot of support in your life. For instance, maybe you played sports growing up and you consider your legs bulky because of all the muscles. But in reality, it just means that your legs are super strong. Who cares if you don't have a thigh gap? You have strong legs and they're carrying you through life. Or maybe you were always good at math and you were self-conscious about being considered nerdy, but as an adult, those math skills help you succeed greatly in your job. What is something that is preventing you from confidently being who you were meant to be? Once you identify the trait that you want to focus on, This week, your mindful action is to rearrange your thoughts and focus on all of the good things that come along with that specific trait. That thing that is unique to you, I want you to embrace it. And so our mantra today will be, I embrace who I am meant to be. I embrace who I'm meant to be. I'm excited for this one, so go ahead and take a couple of deep breaths, get settled on the floor cross-legged or in a chair, sitting straight up, and let's begin our five-minute meditation on embracing who we are. I'm going to change up the format of today's meditation slightly and we'll be doing the mantra toward the beginning because I feel deep down that this is a really important one I really want this mantra to sink in throughout your practice today because who are we if we don't embrace ourselves if we don't believe in who we are if we don't live out our purpose in life to be truly happy this meditation is for you breathe in and breathe out breathe in and breathe out I embrace who I am meant to be. Breathe in and breathe out. I embrace who I am meant to be. Breathe in and breathe out. I embrace who I am meant to be. Breathe in and breathe out. Focus on your own breath and your own pattern of breathing. You are strong and you are capable of reaching all of your dreams. Every trait and every characteristic and every quirk that you have is meant for you. You may not be where you want to end up yet, but you are also not back where you started. You have learned and you have grown along the way. Embrace the things that lift you up and embrace the things that get you down because those moments create the bigger picture of who you are and the impact that you have on this world. Each moment individually does not define you. All of your moments put together makes you who you are, but it is never definitive. There is always room for growth and change so that you can live your dream life. Breathe in and breathe out breathe in and breathe out I embrace who I am meant to be I embrace who I am meant to be I embrace who I am meant to to be, breathe in and breathe out. Begin to come back to the present, wiggling your fingers and your toes, noticing your body sitting here in this space. I want to thank you for meditating with me today. Now go out and embrace life this week. I am wishing you a life full of peace love and om my friends namaste